Hey everyone, it's Harry. Back again, coming at you intermittently, continuing summer hours. This is this may very well be the last episode of summer. Been dropping them here and there. Uh, although I, you know, you know, I'm a firm believer that the um, the equinox is the last day of summer. So this is August 21st. So we still have like a, another month of summer, even though it, you know. September, we our minds start getting into the fall mode, so it, it won't be the last of summer, but it'll probably be the last one of August. But at any rate, uh, this week my guest is Emma Jane, a singer songwriter based out of New York City. Uh, however, she did go to Boston University. We talk a little bit about that because that's my alma mater too, and she came onto my radar through a mutual friend of ours, Becca DiGregorio, Alston Pudding alum, also a BU alum, and in general, chill, cool, homie, a uh, friend of the show, uh, a podcast creator in her own right. Uh, if you go back, we, I plugged it last season, and um, it's it's they haven't had a new episode in a while, but you should check out the Grandma Files podcast. That's the one that Becca hosts and produces in her free time. But uh, there's some there are some beautiful episodes of that show. Um, I hope she picks it back up again. No pressure. She's got to do what she's got to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hope everyone's like having a relaxing end to summer because forces beyond our control always seem to be up to no good. I'm saying this, the orange line <laughs> of the MBTA is, is now kaput for a month. Uh, the green line is, I think today was the day that they're shutting it down. So it's going to be wild. I, I I personally don't take those lines, so I'm okay. Um, well, I don't need those lines. Um, I take them for fun because I really like going around the city. And, and that's one of the things I've been doing this summer is just sort of exploring not exploring so much because every i've been i've been all over the city you know in my 31 years of of life living in massachusetts but I, you know i live in in cambridge uh and i have for the past five years so it's been like six years since i've lived in boston itself and i've been really appreciating the time that i've been spending in boston this summer because uh you know i miss it i miss it a lot of course, now is not a great time to to start thinking about moving back into the city because how will I get around? It's okay. I walk everywhere, you know, commute-wise. Uh, but, you know, I hope everybody um, is able to find a viable solution that works for them and their commute and their schedule and their work life. It's going to get messy. This month is probably going to feel really long, especially if you are affected by those those changes in service. One solution that I heard of, not a solution, but just, you know, a stopgap, hopefully a temporary one, is you can get a free month's membership to Blue Bikes. So I signed up for that, even though I'm not going to be affected by the service change, just because I want to I wanna bike around while the weather's still nice. Get a helmet, be safe. Um, as always, stay hydrated. I don't really have, you know, this is the point of the intro where I'm just sort of rambling, spitballing, but um, yeah, no, uh Here's my interview with Emma Jane. Enjoy. All these pages that I fill with words of negativity, they don't help me, they contribute to the crash. 
flesh And the songs I sing in hopes that they will bring me happiness It's time to sing a song that doesn't make me feel like trash So I'll put on my high heels and maybe I will learn to walk Cause I choose the path I take and they Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alston Pudding Podcast. Uh, my guest this week is Emma Jane, a singer-songwriter based. Are you? Do you live in New York? Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn. Oh, oh yeah, hell yeah. I, uh, <laughs> is that where you met uh, Becca, or did you? No, know I went before? to BU actually, and I did. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I did WTBU and all that, and um, okay, I was uh, the top forties and like. Decom original music to your Austin pudding. Like that's what I was spinning. Okay. At the radio Hell yeah. <laughs> what year? I graduated in 2018. Okay, cool. I was 2013. So okay. we probably wouldn't have overlapped then. Sadly, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep meeting BU alums well after I went there. So it keeps happening. Oh my gosh. Well, all I have to uh, say to that is go Terriers. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
getting ready for another undefeated football season. Oh yeah. I love our, I love making those touchdowns yeah. with our, with mm. our team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it sounds like we have similar feelings about football. <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I did go to the hockey games though. Cause I love um, a good opportunity to dress to theme. So I loved. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Getting the, the red and white together. I did theater. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did acapella. Like I, the hockey games are kind of like a bit of the acapella group. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got it. <laughs> nice. Wait, wait, which acapella group uh, were you in? I was in the BU Troublemakers. Okay. I forget. I have like two friends who were in. Were you groups. in Calm? No, I was in CAS. I, sh- I should have been in Calm based on everything on I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I was an English major, so. Gotcha. I was too when I first came to BU. And then I said, I'm scared for some reason. And so I did journalism, which is equally <laughs> as scary. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like more specific English. Yes, exactly. English with like um, a to do list, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Eddie. Well, anyway, so like we were saying before we recorded, I was going to thank you for being flexible with the scheduling of this because I am in my impossible to schedule time with era of my life by design oh my god that's amazing (laughs) uh intentionally aloof (laughs) absolutely i'm kind of in my like um depression email scares me era so that maybe that Mm. will explain a little bit about where i'm coming from i feel that because i have gotten so bad at answering emails again intentionally because i was i've always been very very um try to try to stay on top of that like you know, mm-hmm. especially being an editor at Austin Pudding, I'm like, I got so many PR people and managers and whatnot coming through and I feel an obligation to respond to all of them. And then the past year has been like a like, if I don't have any news for you, I'm not going to answer. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> totally, totally. No more post pandemic or post whatever we're calling this because it's still a pandemic. Um, yeah. No more. Yeah. No more. Hey. Just checking in to say I totally read this and I'm yeah. on it. It's like, sorry, I'm using that time to I see um, you, I hear you. I understand, but still I stand. Do you remember <laughs> that when people were posting that? No. <laughs> Is that what was that one of those like realize, realize, being, realize? Yeah, things? kind of. But it was like white people realizing their racist vibes. Like mm, oh, I, okay. I don't I don't understand, but still I stand. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which is kind of realize, realize, realize core. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? At least, at least, realize, realize, realize is catchy. Like, it like totally. it's got some wordplay going on there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess the first one does have wordplay, but it's not as it's realize, realize, realize is better. No, like t- thank you, Tumblr. This is a shout out <laughs> to Tumblr for whoever came up with that one. Oh yeah, so um, was shouting out uh, Becca Di Gregorio earlier, who connected Woo! us on Twitter to set up this interview a fellow podcast producer and Austin Pudding veteran. Yes. So shout out. Becca. Shout out. My roommate when I moved to New York. Oh, nice. And we did the vagina monologues together for you. Oh, good nice. Pal. Yeah. Really good pal. Big Becca fan. Yeah. Uh, I will have to ask her what podcast she's working on currently so I can plug it in the intro to this. Oh, yeah. She works for a whole network of podcasts. Yeah. She's working on like true crime podcasts. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hit her up after this, and cool, <laughs> so I can plug whatever she. Uh, I plugged the grandma files last season because that's oh, what nice. she was doing. 
Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so you're here to talk about your music. Uh, yeah. I was having a, my first cold brew was accompanied by. Um, hold on, I gotta, I gotta keep. The, I'm very bad with song titles, as regular listeners will know. Uh, oh my gosh! Don't worry. Me too. And it, it's nice to meet a fellow one of those. I've been having like imposter syndrome around my music lately because I'm realizing as I grow older, I'm not like a facts person. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a, and I think it started because I was at a concert and my friends were trying to kind of like budge to get close to the front to meet me and someone stopped them and they're like, you, you're a fan name, like this album, like no, tracklist. name five of their songs. And I'm like, have a serious imposter syndrome about the fact that I'm not a namer. I'm just like kind mm-hmm. of an enjoyer. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was, um, I went to the biggest concert I've ever been to on Thursday night. I saw oh. the weekend at Gillette Stadium. Woo! I'm never going to another show at Gillette, but I love Abel. <laughs> I uh, I've been doing drugs to that man's music for over a decade. Yeah, there uh, you go. But I also like, especially some of the albums in between there. I went because like I love the trilogy and and this new album especially. He's got some great stuff in between there. He's also got some clunkers for me. But I, <laughs> granted, I don't know all the lyrics to every one of his songs. And, right, and that's okay. Yeah. But I had the same moment where I was like, oh, I, I don't know this random track off, uh, off like Beauty Behind the Madness. Uh, or at least I don't know the second verse to it. Because I'm not like, listening. Do I deserve to be at Gillette Stadium? Yeah, I do. Because I paid $150 per ticket. Yes. And then spent three hours in the car to get there from Quincy. Ay, yeah, 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 and two hours to get home. Well, that by the by the end, he's gonna turn into the weekday. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> I you know that I kept saying to all my coworkers, like I'm going to see the weekend on a Thursday. <laughs> oh my and god! One of them heard it about twenty times. Well, when you come up with a joke as good as that, you gotta say it. Again yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to badge in on Monday and my card's not going to work. And I'm going to go to security and they're like, oh, uh, you were actually let go over the weekend. Right. <laughs> no. You were let go over the weekend. Yeah. Over the weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> here to help. Here to help. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so your album, Jet Lag from 2017. Yeah. I was old, listening to all morning. Oh, what'd you think? I have some newer I like stuff. It, it, yeah, I I listened to some of the newer singles too, but I was like, I'm gonna go through the album and then hit, put on some singles. Uh, gave me um like for reference for the listeners, kind of gave me like Sarah Bareilles singer songwriter type vibe, like piano pop. That's the aim. What was the, uh tandem bike? I really really liked. Thank you. That's a yeah. crowd. That's a crowd fave. So when Jetlag came out, this is a funny story for any BU heads out there. I was working at the student activities office at the time. <laughs> Yeah, and, you would have been at BU when this came out if you graduated yes, 2018. Yes, yes, yes. Look at that. Um, there the you timeline go. is lining up. <laughs> it sure is. Um, so I was like friendly, I guess, with the dean of students. And we planned this BU-sponsored album release party at a bar in Fenway. And I used BU money. So I'm sorry I used everyone's tuition for this. <laughs> but we made like custom tambourines with my face on them. Oh, that's that's such a better use of money than the now because you live in Brooklyn. I don't know if you have seen you because you probably haven't been back to campus in the past couple years. I'm guessing. Oh, I have because oh. I'm a freak and I love my acapella group and I did go. 
um, for a day trip to watch them. Like in the last year, went on a day trip to watch them rehearse for ICCA. Have you you seen the new data science building? No, I thought you were going to talk about the new GSU. No, 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 no. Um, There's, there's, and look, I don't, I don't hate change. I hate dumb architecture. I hate, I hate change and I love okay. dumb architecture. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think every building that they have built. So, you know, the, like the, the newer like student center that's closer to Kenmore. I think so. It, that opened up my senior year and that I thought was already kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I, I like all like the brownstones and like the sort of I what architecture would like neoclassical, neo-gothic. You're asking the wrong girl. Yeah. You're really asking the wrong girl. I like all that. I like all the old buildings. I love a brownstone. The um, There's like a new theater now behind the, the 808 building. I don't yes, like that. The that, Booth Theater. That's freaky. Any, anyway, the new data science center. I, I'm going to have to like message you a picture of this right now. Please do. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, it's like a it's like a robotic game of Jenga. Oh my god! Maybe I did see it then. Yeah, it's. Or I saw it in a nightmare. It's like all. It's like a tiered building, and all the tiers aren't. <gasps> okay, like I'm lined looking up. at it. This is yeah. so scary and not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so that that I just noticed a couple months ago, like when I was going through. So it's. I think it's like very very new because it it's still been like kind of being built. Ew. Um, okay, so I that's like this used to be an open lot. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Where the little hot dog stand was that I never went to, but was always yeah, like, I'm went. so glad there's a hot dog stand there. Yeah, so thank you so much. I'm glad yeah. we're getting our mystery meat. Yeah. There was like, this is where Halal used to do like a sukkah for Sukkot. Okay. In the lot. And now it's Jenga. Yeah. Ew. It's real ugly. Yeah. So I would much rather have tambourines with your face on it. Thank you. Than this I building. Agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think, uh, Many people will will agree. Like, drop an F in the chat if you agree. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Comment. Drop a T for tambourine, yeah. actually. Yes. So, yeah, this is a very BU album. But it was recorded in Nashville. Okay. How uh, how long was that recording process? It was a week long. Um, it was my sophomore-ish year, I think, during a spring break. Went down there and worked with a pal named Tyler James, who is in this Americana band called Escondido. Mm-hmm. And he brought in all his favorite session musicians and we rehearsed in his house and then we recorded. And um, I was freaking out kind of the whole time. I was like, had a lot of self-doubt and was like, I feel like I'm not a good enough musician to be here. Like really nothing's changed. Like <laughs> I gained more experience and I'm like, well, I'm still don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but Go little Emma, who was so anxious and insecure for getting that together. Yeah. Proud, proud of her. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm very into bearing my soul, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, I was really anxious during the whole recording. But I don't know any artist who isn't anxious or a little worried when they're making their stuff. I, that sort of tracks based off. And I, like, again, can't cite exact lyrics, but I did get the vibe of like, there was a lot of like overcoming fear and like uh, lyrics about kind of standing on your own two feet. And like advocating for yourself throughout the album. I think Tandem Bike, that might have been like the main theme of that one, actually. Definitely. And I wrote that in high school. Damn. So you, yeah, I'm getting started. We're getting started early. 
Yeah, I took piano lessons when I was really little, um, like six. I think I started five or six and then started writing songs uh, the summer before my freshman year of high school. I like had a crush on this guy, but I, I always got mad when people said my songs were about boys because they were about the feelings. They weren't about people. Mm. And now I'm double mad because I'm gay now. So I'm like, um, <laughs> it was not about the boys, honey. Maybe it was. I don't know. But I wrote a song about this guy who was like leaving our public school to go to a private school who I had a crush on. And I was like, wrote a little ditty about him, went to summer camp, showed the song to this counselor who was like, oh, I have garage band, like, let's record it. Mm. And I was like, OK, <laughs> got to be one of my favorite Dawes. Am I right? Garage yeah. Band. Oh, classic. Um, classic. And that's. Uh... And that's digital audio workstation for yeah. the listeners. For you lay people out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I just kept making music because I had some encouragement from people that were like, that is good. And I was like, really? All right. I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah. I love now knowing the fact that you like did this album on, on spring break. You know, some people are like going down to Cancun. You're like, no, Nashville. We're getting yes. an album out, baby. One week. Funny, I'm it. too anxious for Cancun. Way too anxious. For <laughs> you kidding me? Anyway, yeah, that was the first album, but was always writing kind of before mm -hmm. then and after then. And then, oh, then I, when I was listening to the singles, I popped on one that's actually by an artist. I think they were called Sense, and that's oh, much yeah. more like a like contemporary like EDM pop. And so that like came on after the album, and I was like, oh, this is like a completely different side of you. Yeah, so my friend Leah Kitchler from high school, who did a lot of my early album art, um, and is now like an amazing designer at Condé Nast. <laughs> Love watching my friends grow up. I'm <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you went from doing my little album art to little mm -hmm. videos, <laughs> big videos. Her boyfriend is in this like French electronic group called Sense, and I really like. I feel like the way for songwriters to get their reps in and like do their conditioning like an athlete would is to practice writing in other genres. And so mm -hmm. I really like top lining on that song. And like basically Marius is his name, um, sent me the instrumental and was like, and, and he's French. And so it would title his songs really funny things in English. Like he sent me the file and it said rods and cones on it. And I think it was a placeholder, but I was like, I'm running with this. Mm -hmm. And so I just wrote this little like top line hooky thing about like life is more than what you see engage all your senses and it was really fun and Leia loves throwing open mics um like really intimate hangs where like I don't know she also has prompts for people that don't know what their talent is so they can participate <laughs> in the open mic and we always that's, uh, that's a really good way to include everybody I agree. um and I think Rods and Cones acoustic version at the open mics is like a fun thing to do because it kind of marries my way I like to write music and it marries this like this original electronic song. I don't know. It's just like the two worlds melding. But anyway, I really like writing songs in other genres. I do a lot of like commission work and a lot of um, writing songs for other people or other entities, mm -hmm. which I like. Now thinking of talent shows, I have I'm thinking of the last like talent based competition thing for a friend's birthday that I was in, and my my thing did not go over as well as I would have hoped. Oh no, what was it? I did a Kermit the Frog impression and sang, but I sang like a it was my friend's birthday, so I like sat on his lap and did like a like a sexy song as Kermit oh, the Frog. Oh my god! Which and I one? think it was like I think it was awkward for everybody in the room. <laughs> 
And I just, I was just like, I'm just going to own it. Like, you know, we're already yeah. here. <laughs> I love that. And I need to know what song it was. I, it, it might've been toxic, but don't quote me on that. I certainly won't quote you on that. Yeah. Well, you were the only one there out of the two of us. So I kind of have yeah. to actually. I don't. Yeah. I don't exactly remember. Maybe I'll ask my friend. It's not, it's not super important. I, I have thought of doing an episode where I interview Kermit the Frog, but it's really just me doing my Kermit the Frog impression. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Can't wait to um, listen. I might have to edit that out to keep it as a surprise <laughs> if it ever happens. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so that's the brief aside um, <laughs> about talent uh, competitions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. That was the thing I did most over the pandemic. One of the things I did most was work on my Kermit the Frog impression. And I think it's good that you kind of work that muscle. I realized how many singers have voices very similar to him that must like do the same thing going on with their like vocal musculature. Oh, like a like kind of like a milky voice. Yeah, where it, like you kind of like tighten the vocal cords like up at the top of the throat. So like Dave Matthews has this. He wakes up in the morning. Yeah. yeah, and Shakira maybe. Shakira does it too. Yeah. Whenever, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Ale, ale. yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, the rest of the episode will be us making Shakira noises. And if you don't like uh, that, absolutely. Icon. Love. Sing single now. If anyone's Uh-oh. trying to shoot their shot with Shakira. Oh my gosh. I'm good, but respect. <laughs> I mean, Godspeed to the person who thinks they can. Yeah, why am I even saying I'm good? She's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you freak, you little freak. <laughs> but uh, so you have do have more recent stuff than 2017 because we are recording this yes. in 2022. Yes. Um, Thank God. Which I had I'm saying less. For the sake of you or the listeners and more for my own sake to remember what year it is yeah you have to remind yourself i like really thought it was 2023 already for a, a few times mm, it might as well be like right. i would i'd like to fast forward I, no actually i'll wait until it gets really cold here and then we mm. can just skip ahead bears have I'm it right the when cold. they hibernate bears have it right when they hibernate bears are so smart to go to cancun every <laughs> But you, you do have much more recent stuff. Um, are are you have you been working on stuff uh, lately to get yes. recorded and released? Yes, I have a single on the horizon, and I have plans for an album. It's like semi filled out. Um, another project I did though recently that I'm super proud of is uh, this show called Songs for My Inner Child. I did a show right before the pandemic and then like at the beginning of the pandemic and was forced to do this show online called Gay Late Bloomer. And I really enjoy writing theater music about my life. Talk about a genre switch again. Um, And so Songs for My Inner Child was a bunch of original theater music about my upbringing. So I have a song about uh, my parents getting divorced and my dad taking me to a Bulls game directly after they told me they were getting divorced. There's a song about summer camp. There's a song about my first grade teacher kind of being a total evil bitch to me. And 
it was really fun to do. And so while I'm writing songs for my songwriter project, I'm a Jane. I'm also thinking of like ways to expand on this show and more um, theater songs I can write about my life. A song that didn't make it in was um, my mom's water broke while I was in a karate class. And my sensei was like, this is the most important class of the year. You definitely can't leave. Um, and my mom like storms in and was like, the water broke, like you coming with us to the hospital. And I was like, no, like this is the most important class <laughs> of the year. And my sensei was like, Emma, like your sister's being born, like, please go. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like we, we got to <laughs> kick, we got to kick the bag down. Yeah. I need <laughs> that. I need that belt. Mm-hmm, I need that belt. So that's, I think, good song material. Well, yeah, I mean, who's going to, who's going to defend that baby if you don't know karate? Who's going to defend the baby? Exactly. And meanwhile, I met her the next day and she came out with a huge head of hair. My sister, Quinn. And oh, wow. um, my mom was like, you want to give her a kiss? And I was like, absolutely not. The baby's <laughs> covered in hair. So um, and she is still mad at me about that. <laughs> uh, all right. Now I'm picturing a, a martial arts movie where you are a karate master, but you're like walking around with like your baby sister. And you have to, you know, like that's, that's, you're like, you're just walking. It's one of those. And you have yeah. to like, you end up in this, in this town that's like, owes a debt to like some, some crime Lord, but he's going to like send his, his assassins <laughs> to like wipe out the town. Cause they can't pay up like the money that they owe him. And you're like, ah, I'm just walking through. I'm just passing through like the reluctant anti-hero. Right. So I'm just riffing now. <laughs> no, I love it. I wonder what I thought of was like, if you take my sister away, I lose my powers. Isn't that kind of interesting? Ooh. We kind of need each other. Yeah, that's no, that, I, I like that. Yeah. You kind of find out at the end, they're like, give it a break. Like, why do you always need your sister around? I'm like. Because family gives me strength. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the the moral. Mm-hmm. Family gives me strength. Yeah. Beautiful. Aw. Okay, Netflix, ring, ring, ring. Yeah, I mean, they'll make anything. It seems that way. <laughs> we can at least get a season of this. It's going to be one of those where it's like everybody who's seen it is talk, like bigging it up on Twitter, like all the time. But it's mm-hmm. only, and you're like, my whole, all my friends love this show. But then it, you're like, it gets canceled. And you're like, oh, I guess because it's my, all my friends were the only ones that watched it. <laughs> exactly. But like that's what an echo chamber is, right? Yeah, but I can't wait to see them recreate the thriller video shot for shot in the next season of Stranger Things. Is that happening? No, and it's a joke I make about Stranger Things now because being like so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you I know have how do you know how much they spend? It. Yeah, I I don't like stopped watching it. They spend so much money per episode. Yeah, money that could have gone to tambourines. Yeah, Netflix tambourines. I think you should leave tambourines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move, move on from Stranger Things. My, okay. I'll get. Ooh, did you get pissed? I, I, I like the season more than the previous two. I wish they had just stopped after one. Really? Yeah. The first, the first season, like, would just be good, like, as a, a one off thing. But then they kind of became this, like, thing where they're, like, it's nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Like they're just re- that's why I make the joke like they're just going to recreate the thriller video shot for shot because yes. like that's such a like, you know, quintessential 80s moment and like horror moment. 
and that's just sort of their vibe like they just take things like this most recent season the villain it's the same villain but now it's like freddy krueger instead of the previous season where it was like invasion of the body snatchers what and happened just, to the demogorgon the demo yeah they're still around they're okay. like pawns of the big bad who Whoa, like you thought the you thought the gorgon was bad yeah because then there was like the mind flayer in the second season who was this big cloud spider monster but it turns out that was just a projected image of like this actual like it's a it's a more like humanoid type villain with a- actual like ability to speak and and like in a physical body like and it's just like freddy krueger essentially got it so they keep just like taking a, a trope from the 80s and, and and yeah like it's very obviously referencing this famous 80s thing and it's sort of the same with the soundtrack where it's like like what 80s classic do we want to just like throw in there and make essentially make a music video for right like a trailer core music video so it annoys me and also i feel like a lot of the characters haven't changed at all in four seasons that's annoying yeah i stopped watching it so i'm taking your word for all this. yeah no, I think you made the fine a fine choice. Great. <laughs> what are your go-to shows on Netflix? Or like, what have you been watching recently that has actually been able to keep your attention in a pleasant way? Oh, in a pleasant way? Because there's things you could watch that are unpleasant. Really? So pleasant, you need to be oh, watching... Or like, I hate, hate watch things, you, uh, I guess I mean. No, uh, this is actually really pleasant. There's a series called Wild Babies. It's an animal documentary on on baby animals. Oh, that's adorable. It's adorable. They go through a lot. They almost die. I saw someone like made a disclaimer, like no one dies. So you can watch this stoned. And I was like, (laughs) awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like no one will. It won't be upsetting. Um, So that's one. Yesterday, I watched my comfort episode of Scrubs. Oh, Um, that's a comfy show. I haven't seen it in years. That felt really good. What else? I Which am. episode was it? My musical. Oh, okay. Is, is that know. your like your comfort episode, or do you watch an episode of Scrubs for comfort and like any episode, or is it that specific episode? They all bring me comfort, but okay. I was like, I feel like I, I want to watch this today. Nice. So you just kind of go like shuffle through, like <laughs> you're not going through like each season in order. I did for a long time. I haven't watched it in a long time. And I was like, you know what? This feels like it would bring me comfort right now. So mm. yeah. I watched that yesterday. Now run along home and jump into bed. Say a prayer to cover your head. To with the king babe. Finally could figure out. To with the king babe. Who will always run my mouth. About spreading around.
it, or we're good for two or three. Took a room with a king bed, I don't need it all for me. So rest your head next to me, won't you please? Won't you please? I'm begging, begging, talking, baby, don't take more than you. enjoying having this collection yeah you know you like you keep a, a collection of like meme reactions on your phone like or i do a lot of people do you know i don't know if you have like a meme folder but i don't but i have this one thing from wild babies actually that i've been really into and i'll show you and then i will describe it audio wise so everyone knows what's going on mm. so there's this thing where a bird will kind of like infest this other bird's nest oh yeah, yeah and when it when it hatches kind of knock all the other birds out yeah of ass um and so it's just a video of this much smaller bird that is now its foster mother feeding it um and that's hilarious to me that cracks me up <laughs> oh i'm trying to find the name for the bird do you remember the is name it, is it like a cuckoo bird Oh, yeah, 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 because that's Nest parasitism. Yeah, right. Because I believe that's where the term cuck comes from. Oh, if I'm not mistaken on my etymology. And I'm stupid because I was like, whoa, this is such an amazing one of a kind, unique thing that happened with this bird. Like, how did they ever capture it? And then I like Googled it. It's like this happens all the time. Hold on. I'm just verifying the fact that I'm right about that. You got a fact check. Yes, they are. Uh, it goes at least as far back as uh, Shakespeare using cuckoos as imagery and associated with cuckoldry back to Love's wow. Labor's Lost, which is a shitty Shakespeare play, in case anyone's wondering. There you go. I brought up wild babies. Yeah, uh, that sounds good. I, I, who doesn't love some baby animal it's photos? It's like all I can handle right now, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, oh, and I'm watching um the rehearsal. What's that? Do you know Nathan for you? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the name of his new show. Okay, I'm I'm aware that he has a new show, and I'm aware that I want to watch it because he's hilarious. I just haven't looked into it at all. Yeah, it's awesome. Because so I I know he's been doing something because everybody has been talking about him this week on Twitter. All my friends that Nathan for you is another show that was like all my friends watched it, but it yeah. still got canceled way before it was really allowed to to flourish i think yeah 
I am really loving it. Are you a Joe Para fan? No. Oh, because his his show on Adult Swim just got canceled. And it's if you like wholesome things like animal photos, you would you would like Joe Para. It's like funny and wholesome and heartwarming. And now it's gone. Yeah. But we still have like three seasons of it. So we can appreciate those. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, would definitely recommend that. Okay, adding it to the list. Yeah, on uh, yeah, it's Adult Swim. I uh, it's a big movie weekend for me. I okay. went to the. I watched a double feature yesterday at the movies. Oh Not like packaged together. I just went to the movies for one thing and then went and stayed for a second thing. Did you buy another ticket or did you just? I did. I'm. A, I you know. I as as. Much as I advocate for dissent and, you know, stirring up the pot in society, like, you know, I, I make my way. I'm not I have I have snuck into a second movie after that. Like this was my making up for that. OK, good for you. I, I mean, if it was a- like the Coolidge Corner Theater, I would say. Oh, absolutely not. not. No, it's, a- it's a- AMC Boston Common. Gotcha. So, yeah. you know, you do whatever you want in there. <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever you want in there. OK. Uh, are you a Leonard Cohen fan at all? Yeah. Uh, there's a new documentary out about him specifically, like, like it covers his entire career, but it's m- sort of centered around hallelujah and the journey of that song. Oh my gosh. It was exquisite, just exquisitely beautiful. Just, I, I love it. He's like one of my bigger influences in, in life. Oh my god, you're giving me so much good stuff to watch. Thank you. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's in select theaters now. Okay, so you're sponsored. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I would I would I would be ha- like I'm doing free promotion for this movie right now. Absolutely. If you like Leonard Cohen, you should see it. Very very beautiful, especially if you're you really like Hallelujah, if that's an important song to you, like it is for yeah. a lot of people these days. I have a tattoo of it. Oh my gosh. I love that this song. Is not a visual medium, but it was my first tattoo, was a Hallelujah based tattoo. I make people guess it. Uh, Can I see if it we again? were if we were in person, yeah. If we were in person, uh it's tough because it's on my like right below my elbow. But oh, it goes like this, the fourth yeah, Exactly. Yeah, wow. it's the chord progression at that point. But I may if we were together, since you're a music person, I make people guess it. Oh my god, fun. Yeah, because because uh, I didn't want to get the lyrics because I was like, I'm not that basic. Like, I do want the hallelujah tattoo, but I'm not like. I'm not like other know. girls. I have to. Yeah, I, exactly. I have to make it a game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like other girls. I'm worse. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I'm worse. And I'm on my second cold brew of the day. <laughs> yeah. I, I will be unstoppable for the rest mm-hmm. of today. This Saturday, get bossing. out of my way. Yes. I gaslighting, gatekeeping, girl bossing. Do it all, the three G's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then and then I saw Nope after new Jordan Peele movie. Oh my God. Yeah. How was that? It was it was really good. I think I still my favorite thing he's done is still us. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't actually even like that much after the first time I saw it, but like Upon revisiting it and thinking about it more, I really, really liked everything about it, especially Lupita's performance in that. But yeah, sometimes you gotta watch twice. Yeah. Nope is is really, really good. 
Well, it's so intriguing because they're not telling us a lot in the trailer. So it's no. like, you, you want to know? You better go. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. All I knew from the trailer was that it looked to be something about aliens, which is, you know, like it is. I was sort of expecting it to be for them to pull like a switcheroo where it's like, oh, actually, like it's the. Did you ever see Cabin in the Woods? No. Yeah, well, so that the it's like a an Evil Dead type premise where they're in a cabin in the woods and they keep getting like like, you know, like zombies keep popping up. But then it mm. turns out like the big twist is that like they're actually in a contained area that like scientists are like observing, and they're all they're supposed to be sacrifices to this like eldritch god. Wow! And it turned yeah, it turns out because like they're containing this god by sacrificing like teenagers in. Like, and so there's like this weird, this cool, like meta commentary on like, you know, horror movie tropes, you know, a la Scream. I was expecting it to be like that, but with like alien horror movies uh, where it's like, actually, it was like the government or whatever that that doesn't happen. Uh, but yeah, spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Don't expect that. But you, like, it's still very, very little was released about this movie and like plot wise then it was pretty pretty cool it's got one of the more uh like the, there's like a sub narrative that's kind of unrelated to the alien thing with one of the the supporting characters like a memory of his i'm trying to say as vague as possible because it's like doesn't 100 percent connect to the the main plot in terms of like actually being part of the narrative it's more like a like a parable type narrative, if that makes any sense. I just gotta go see it. It's yeah, good. yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's worth going to see. Um, and then I think today I'm I might today or tomorrow I might go see the new Thor movie. So it's a big, oh my big gosh, movie. big movie. Yeah, big movie weekend. Yeah, it's nice to get inside a dark air conditioned room. I was just gonna say that's like snacks. Oh yeah, are you a BYO snack or are you a buy? I. I buy the popcorn because it's like you can't you can't get that popcorn True. outside the theater. It's just not the same. They don't they don't make it. But <laughs> you know, don't do it. Candy and drinks. I'll bring in. Uh, a lot of theaters now have bars that you can get drink mm -hmm. drinks from. I you know I bring I bring drinks like like water or soda if I'm feeling like putting soda in my body that that day, but. Drinks I'll get at the bar. Got you. Uh, the the difference drinks and drinks. Of course, I versus A. Yeah. Um. So I went up to the bar before the Leonard Cohen movie yesterday and was like, I'm seeing the Leonard Cohen documentary. I need a sad old man drink. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was gonna ask. What you got? She made me an old fashioned. Nice, perfect. Yeah, I was like, yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, you know. I cried multiple times in this doc during this documentary. I'm oh not afraid to admit it. Please don't. Yeah. As my favorite says, crying is a release. Yeah. It's my favorite place to cry in a in a dark room where barely anyone else. Because there it was me and like three other people. Mm -hmm. You don't like theater. being witnessed when you cry? No, no. It's, I'm the opposite of the dudes in Mad Max Fury Road screaming to be witnessed. Well, I'm glad you... Did you did any tears get in the cocktail? Did it affect the taste? I want to know that. No, 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 no. That'd be kind of fun. Well, yeah. 
salty old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there were, I was one New Year's Eve. I was, I got all the supplies to make this drink that I had gotten a recipe for called uh, Sad Bastard. Uh, and because I was like, that's how this year has gone. I was like 25, 24, 25. So, you know, uh, I'm a much more upbeat person these days. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, you know, I like at 24, I was like already in my like grumpy old man phase. And now mm. I've like returned to like appreciating like childlike wonder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Teach me your secret. I uh, actually therapy. Therapy. Okay. Yeah. I'm already in it twice a week, so I'm not sure what more I can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'll chew on that one. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I. Especially the past few weeks, like I've just been spending like a lot of time just, you know, like by myself and just doing whatever I feel like doing that day. Like uh, I've been going out on long, long, like day long walks with my camera. Uh, just walking around the city and taking uh, like hundreds of photos a day and then just like appreciating like being out in the nice weather. Um, like I was talking to my therapist about this yesterday, but I, like on these like last week when I went on this walk I, on Friday, I was out from two to nine, like all afternoon, just Whoa. walking around various parts of Boston. And I wasn't even like it was like the most meditative. I can't do like sit downs be still meditation i'm just mm. like i'm i'm someone who like is always moving <laughs> um mm-hmm. for better or for worse but like that was the most meditative i felt in a, a while because uh, i just great. wasn't like thinking that hard and if i felt like turning left here then i just like turned left and like went kind of went where like this looks like a cool place to shoot a, a photo or like I want to get that shot over there, so I'm going to go over there, but much less like any planned route or strategy. Yeah, that's like living by what you want rather than what you think you should do. Yeah, because I, I am I am a planner. Okay, what's your sign? Do you care about that? Two weeks ago, yeah, it was two weeks ago. We I had the someone do the show's birth chart, so like I I know I know my stuff. Uh, oh my god! I the so we were talking about hating change earlier. That my sun signs Taurus. Okay, I'm uh, a Cancer, so I oh nice. I like we both love the domain of the home. Uh, well, happy belated. Thank you. You're talking about how you're not 24 and 20. I was just 25. I just turned 26. So I'm in my grumpy old man era. I guess. I yeah. Well, I, everybody gets it at their own time, you know. Oh, but. The ang- the planning and anxiety at answering emails is because I'm a Virgo moon. Okay, it all makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, if you go back to to that episode, I'm I'm sure the listeners are tired of hearing my big three at this point. Well, I need to know the rising. Uh, Gemini. Okay. Which is why I, I can actually speak to people. That's like I'm a Sagittarius rising, so I'm like frat boy. <laughs> i um sad on the inside yeah those are uh when when they do the like the meme of like you know here's like every lord of the rings character as like one of the you know when they run through all the the signs yeah. and like the sun moon rising the the gemini rising ones are always my favorite of of those three usually 
I I'm with you. I like the sad risings because I'm like, oh, this is like, I don't know. The this me is I fun. Want. <laughs> yeah. This is the fun me. This yeah. is yeah. <laughs> this is my fun. You wouldn't like the other two. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Exactly. Believe me, I'm just as funny when I've had none. Now I'm going home with you, it's easy. We're dancing in the dark, and now we're done. Oh, oh, won't turn on the light, just won't treat me right. Won't worry about the other night. I'm here to do a tarot reading, right? For the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, um, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I would love to. I, I can do a little honestly, bit. Honestly, I forgot actual. all about that. Uh, oh, my gosh. Because I'm so enchanting. Yes. Because I liked your music a lot. And oh, thank you. Like, well, did I answer every everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't write questions. Again, any, anyone who consistently listens to this show. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> is. Uh, will know that I have stopped 
planning things okay. out. This is a good and exercise just, in yeah, releasing <laughs> control and anxiety, mm-hmm. astrology aside. But um, yeah, I just I don't write questions down anymore. I just listen to the music and like get a get a vibe and like get some like talking points down and just sort of go with the flow. And because it's much more, I don't think anyone wants to hear me like grill you, like interrogate you. Um, so yeah, tandem bike, what is that about, huh? I mean, I like being grilled. Okay. All right. Well, it's too late for that. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, if anyone's listening and wants to grill me, I'm wide open. My schedule's wide open. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so because of that, because I forgot about the tarot, because you're a tarot reader for the listener's context. I'm very amateur. How long have you been doing it? Um, less than a year. And I don't mem- in the way I don't memorize stuff. I'm not a namer. Mm-hmm. I don't memorize the cards yet. There's a handful okay. of cards I do memorize, but I think I have good interpretations. My friend has been doing it for a couple years. I want to say like four now. And she has gotten like only just kind of started memorizing like the cards and like what their meanings are, like what they're associated with. And okay, that makes me feel um, better. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, give it some time, especially if you're because it sounds like our memory is, we at least share the fact that like we can't just like roll off a litany of facts. You know, you take some time to memorize something and like Oh yeah. That's why I really like I don't know, in this depressing, nebulous time, I've really wanted to get some uh math workbooks to solve some problems that have certain answers. Yeah, keep the the mind active, you know. Yeah, and like also just like a solid yes or no deductive logic vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Here's uh before here's my well, before, deduct- before. here's my deductive logic strategy that I've kind of adopted, especially. I know we're not saying this, but in the post pandemic landscape, I'm making right. the air quotes. So you know we're woke and we're not. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're woke, but like dripping with with condescending irony mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. uh exactly yeah and if you didn't get that read about that's your fault yeah yeah my logic is if if it's like if it starts being a hassle or if any part of the vibe is off i'm just i'm out wow yeah i like making plans you know i, I said at the top of the show i'm in my intentionally aloof era like I'm aloof by design. I like, I can't, I just have notifications off for most things. I do too. Yeah. My girlfriend hates it. <laughs> Group texts going right on mute. I don't care who is in there. Are you in a lot? Uh, no, not even. Probably because I, I'm very unresponsive to them. <laughs> like, that's not new. Then <laughs> people are probably like, why, why add Harry to a group chat at all at this point? But people that's what you wanted yeah i know <laughs> are you sad about it no <laughs> okay so whatever cool yeah yeah no so just <laughs> if it if it becomes a hassle then i i just you're out um I, yeah i don't feel like it <laughs> you out okay i shuffled unless did you have a question for the cards i kind of I, di- I didn't i guess um Maybe we could do a basic like past, present, future. That's what I was planning on doing. Cool. Yeah. 
that's the the one spread I can just remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. The few times I've had readings done, which are always fun and uh, sometimes sometimes not so fun actually. What does the podcast need to know about what is it? What do we need to know about this thing? I'm shuffling with my eyes closed. Then I do this kind of like tap, tap the. Oh yeah, yeah. Get the energy. I just tapped uh, our like my eyesight camera I, for you, I Mac tapped, heads. I tapped the screen where. Great, your energy is in the yeah. cards. Okay. I've seen it electronically, digitally. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm opening my little book. So we got a three of pentacles reversed in the past slot. In the present slot, we got a five of swords. And then in the future, we got a two of swords. Um, and for those of you astro heads, um, swords represent one second because I don't want to get it wrong. Swords are right. Air, air sign energy, the Gemini rising of it all. So like, and I feel like very relevant for a podcast air is all about like our thoughts and our intellect and like, um, the realm of the mind. Mm. Um, and we're, we're a show for intellectuals. Everybody says, everybody who listens says that this is one of the more uh, mm. intellectual <laughs> programs that uh, <laughs> that they've heard. <laughs> okay, the cards are saying you're being sarcastic. No, <laughs> uh, and that's the cards. It's not yeah. <laughs> and then pentacles are like earthly matters. So like stuff, things you can hold, money. Um, so you've got a three of pentacles reversed, and this is past. Um, represents Mars and Capricorn. And Mars is like um, what drives like our passion and our sex and our desire and all that, that planet. Capricorn, which is like a very um, business bitch sign, if you will. Mm-hmm. Girl boss. Um, and girl boss. And right side up, uh, I have the Neo Tarot, which is like a, a self-care tarot deck. No bad cards, just all teaching us something about ourselves. Okay. And it's like uh, three people kind of working together with their blocks to make something great, but it's reversed. And so right side up, it's about like making great progress and doing a lot of work and finding peeps to do it with, like finding your crew to make something great with. But reversed, uh, mediocrity and even just the fear of it is the enemy of success whatever that means to you. If you feel exhausted, uninspired, or as if you or the people around you are not giving something your all, consider whether the obstacles are worth it. So maybe there's a period in the recent past where the pod was not feeling productive or you weren't feeling like it was going the way you wanted. Is that resonating at all? Sort of, in a, but in a way, I, I don't really want to get into. That's fine. On, That's fine. on the air, but yeah, that, that does. It tracks. Yeah. And it's, it's saying like there's another approach you can take and another if the crew you're making the pod with is not your crew, you can always find a new crew. So it's just like, are you sometimes we can keep our head down when we're working on something and uh, we just want to complete and go, go, go and get things on the checklist, get things off the checklist, check things on the checklist. And we're like, wait, we don't pull our head up and say, like, am I satisfied? Am I liking what's going on? So that's mm-hmm. recent past. Okay. okay. Present, 
we're in the intellectual realm. We're in the swords. We're thinking. Absolutely. We yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless I'm out for one of my long walks, in which case I'm not thinking. <laughs> yeah, head empty. Head empty. Yeah. Just vibes. Okay. This represents Venus and Aquarius. Venus is like our love. It's kind of like the companion. Venus and Mars are like what you want to find out about a future lover because it's like their love and their sex mm-hmm. planets. Um, Venus in Aquarius, which is just like being a total alien freak in love um, and represents distrust. This is a very kind of like scary reading. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be bested awesome. by a shady person or come out victorious against someone else through shady tactics of your own? It's better to know when a dispute isn't worth it and walk away than to end up with more power, but less nobility. If you're tempted to get opportunistic, take someone else for granted or harbor resentment over those you feel have an unfair advantage. Know that you might come out on top, but ask yourself at what cost? And so this is about selfish gain. And so it's interesting coming out of this like past Hmm. card where it's like, I, and it's not even saying like you gained something selfishly. It's like, um, well, let me tell you what I was going to say. We're coming out of the three of pentacles reversed, which is like, there's something off with the way we've been doing things. Okay. Um, and maybe I need to find like a new crew to do it with, or I need to find a new way of doing it. And then this card is like, be, be the bigger person. And like this to create the thing that you want to create, which mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, this, this, this podcast has a lot of demons. I, um, <laughs> I don't, I hope I haven't made any enemies. No, I hope not, too. I think it's saying it's better to know when a dispute isn't worth it and walk away. It's just like, um, and here, I'll show you the card. It's like someone with a bunch of swords. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, I love I love uh, the no matter what deck, the imagery of the swords cards, because it's always just someone carrying a bunch of loose swords. Oh, I'm like, are you okay? Like their hand is on the blade. Of course I'm okay. I got my swords. Right. But are they hurting you? I don't know. That's, (laughs) I guess I'm an empath. Um, Okay. And then this person's walking away. And so I guess here, there's a self-care strategy for this card. Self-empathy is the term used in nonviolent communication, a strategy for conflict resolution and effective communication between people. Asking yourself four questions. What am I observing? What am I feeling? What am I needing? And do I have a request of myself or someone else. So I guess it's the way I'm going to interpret this is this is a reading uh, between you and the pod mm-hmm. is your relationship with the pod. Let's pretend the pod's like a person. Okay. I often do. I, you know, I speak to it and write letters to it and. Oh, gorgeous. No, that's not true. Oh, okay. I was like, I love that. <laughs> I should, I should. Why I'm... am I like JBN? We're actually in queer. I'm like, that's gorgeous. <laughs> I love that you do that. Um, So coming out of three of pentacles, it's like your head's finally out of water. You're like, do I like the way I'm going about this? Do I like the people I'm having on the show? Do I like my collaborators? I do like all the people I have on the show or else I wouldn't have them on the show. (laughs) Okay, true. I'm going to just state that for so it's recorded. So I guess it's like, do I I like the process? And then you come Mm -hmm. out of that and it's like, okay, figure out. In the present, it's the time of figuring out doing some reflection once you're out of go, go, go and do, do, do mode and just like getting through it and kind of going through the motions We're leaving this earthly material realm into like the intellectual realm. And we're like, okay, 
do I like what's going on here? It's the reflection that comes out of finally pulling your head out of like the. My ass. Yeah. Your ass and your ass is the earthly realm. Yeah. Okay. Does that resonate <laughs> it's, at all? It's, you're not the first to say that. <laughs> um, your affirmation is I refuse to compromise my honor to come out on top. And so I guess it's like uh, a, a self check-in between you and the pod. And it's like, do I like the way I'm doing things? That that part, especially with the, the affirmation part, that part really resonates. Okay. Everything before that, total bullshit. Um, yeah, this is about... Because I, I, th- I don't think I've... There hasn't like been conflict on you know like i'm not like a like a shock jockey type i've never aimed for that to where i like invite people on to be like i'm just here to disagree with you and play devil's advocate Mm. Uh, so that part didn't once once you start interpreting it more and like giving that affirmation then it started to resonate more okay great then take take what you like i refuse to compromise my honor to come out on top so it's almost getting out of the routine and of of just making this thing and being like, huh, okay, ha- check in, relationship check in between me and the pod. Do I like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then the last card, future, is two of swords reversed. Oh, and this is kind of sweet. Okay. Represents moon and Libra. And Libras are the ones who like love uh, diplomacy and uh, can we all just get along and Let's all get, let's all wear matching outfits. Um, and your moon is like your emotional realm. And so I like this. Um, it's this card's telling you just like, okay, we went through this thing of pulling our head out of our ass, if you will, and looking at our relationship between us and the pod and being like, do I like, do I like how things have been going? And when you reflect on things, sometimes things come up that you don't like that you've done. And so this is like, let's let it go. What's done is done. You might have some doubts or regrets or whatever because we're human. It's a learning opportunity and you're going to be stronger and more in tune with your inner logic and intuitive GPS. That's why they call it, the book says, failing forward. So I kind of like that. I think it's like out of out of great reflection and breaking the monotony to take a moment to assess where we're at. Mm. Um, there might be some things that come up that you're like, oh, I hate that I did that or like, oh. I'm cringe, whatever. <laughs> now it's just me projecting. Whenever I look at the past, I'm like, I'm cringe. Um, and it's saying like, drop it and say thank you for that. Because every time we learn about stuff we don't like that we did in the past, we know how to, we're like, great. Now I know what I don't like. I'm not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. Resonate at all? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I, um, I've definitely made, you know, like been listened back to episodes that I already put out and been like, Oh, I fucked that up. Or like, like th- this doesn't sound good. You know, like notice mistakes that only I'm listening for because this show is, is my child. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, you know, like the very first episode, there's a, a very simple and obvious mistake I made that I won't get into. I might at some point re-release the very first episode having fixed the mistake um also listening back to the first season the sound quality was uh much lower uh this season has like upped it like significantly i think people who have heard episodes from the first season to the second season might agree uh so yeah like there's just you know i haven't been getting 
mired down in in things that I know could have been better. Where just like you know, I'll I'll keep improving on this like bit by bit until like the entire process of it is is down to you know as quality as it can be at, um, at any given time based on like my resources and position. So yeah, no, I feel go. that. I feel that. Yay. And just so you have the card, it's like this cool person with a super long braid coming out of their hair with two swords. Nice. And this is why I don't think the swords are hurting this person because they're holding to the handle. Right. The other yeah, person yeah. has the freaking blade in their yeah. arm. <laughs> You're in, like, in their well, hands. I'm an empath. So I well, I'm an empath and I, I'm feeling I'm like an, that's hurting. As an you. empath, I feel like touching swords might hurt. Are yeah, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. That's me. <laughs> that's me. Uh, it's become one of my go-to jokes in like a situation is uh that just like something's fucked. I'm like, as an empath, I I can <laughs> sense that <laughs> there's a bad vibe. Like the like I watched the video. Um I don't I don't know if you saw like an orange line train caught on fire the other day on a bridge over the mystic river oh, God. very scary uh i think i hope everyone was okay i think everyone was okay i didn't hear about anyone but yeah it just caught fire people had to like kick out the windows to like climb out of the train that's so scary terrifying yeah but like watching that video i was like hmm, as an empath this looks frightening yeah, exactly <laughs> <sighs> i have a feeling it's getting hot in there yeah. Exactly. Oh, my empath senses are tingling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was your amateur tarot reading. What did you think? I yeah, I think it I think it works. I think it I'm going to I'm going to consider it for the rest of the day while I cool. go out and day drink. Uh stay hydrated everyone. It's hot out there. Mhm. I've been trying to make sure that I leave that reminder in each episode. Uh, over the summer but yeah i also feel because there was stuff in there about like the process of doing things and like you know like kind of keeping an eye on how the process goes and just making sure to check in with that and see you know at any given time are there adjustments to be made and i definitely um feel because i had like a good few weeks in a row where episodes were coming out when the new season premiered but now that i'm on summer hours uh, like I've, I've adopted a summer schedule basically where I'm mm. releasing episodes when they're ready rather than like trying to maintain a weekly schedule. Cause I, you know what? I want to enjoy my summer and That's I love, do, I love doing this show, but I also love doing other things too. And like the conversation, this is the most fun part of it for me, this and like when I get to release them, mm -hmm. um, it's the editing that is like the busy work. Totally. What what DAW do you use? Can I ask? Ableton. Okay. A Ableton. Ableton. Yeah, uh, as the French say, Le Ableton. They do say that. I'll check with Sense, the band, to see if that's. Oh yeah. Um, how they say it. <laughs> which I also like. I found ways to make it a little more fun. Like it's not super tedious. I just mm -hmm. like I said, uh, like long pauses. Like, I've got the process down to, like, I know exactly the things I'm looking for. Like, here, here's, like, a long break. Without um, any wiggles. And, yeah. Yeah, no wiggles. One wild thing is I also now know, like, there are a lot of words that I can identify if I just look at the wiggles. Whoa, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like, the, like, the, you know, it's, like, common words like that. Like, the, 
just the sound of uh like someone saying uh uh mm-hmm. i i know what that wiggle looks like uh the waveform again for the lay people <laughs> <laughs> for the non-lay people <laughs> yeah uh but or, uh, i don't know what are they, what are they for doing? both i guess yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so crazy it's also been a really fascinating way to pick up on individual people's speech patterns including my own mm. and just like little communication ticks i guess that people have or like ways they have of speaking i have always really been fascinated by like language um and communication and why weren't you in calm that's what we were saying yeah i should have been <laughs> i've thought about going back to school and like bu would be a place that i'd apply to but when anytime i think of that eventually i just go to like you know why would i go back to school for like writing like, why don't why wouldn't i just write Mm. Uh, but I've been thinking about going back to school. Yeah. Uh, do I want to put myself in more debt? That's the question. Um. Uh, no. <laughs> Is the, <laughs> the inevitable answer I come to? Yeah. But yeah. So th- there's a lot of like cool ways I've made it fun. Good. In in the more tedious process, I've also been anytime there's like a a fun little sound effect that like like someone claps or like there's like a oh a strange noise emitted or any I, i'm gonna make like a sample pack of just one-off oh noises gosh. that like i've extracted from the audio of episodes which may if i ever get like a patreon going for the show i'll, I'll have it as like a like oh a like yeah <laughs> like if you pay this tier i'll you can download the season two sample pack <laughs> oh my god that's great I love that. So yeah, uh, you know, I keep trying to find like fun, fun ways to, to make the more tedious parts a little more engaging. That's great way to way to assess the process. Yeah. Very reversed uh, three of pentacles of you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I know you got to get going. Thanks for and having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for coming on and and chatting about your music and being down to talk. And read, read those cards. Yeah, you were a great <laughs> guest. This is this is a fun one. Honestly, like I knew as a friend of Becca, you'd have to be like pretty funny and like a good time. Like, oh, thank like you. just a good person to talk to, like with good rapport. Or no, not a report, uh, repartee. <laughs> <laughs> good rapport. <laughs> yeah. Have a good time day drinking. Yeah, I think I think I will. Hell yeah. Pro tip every alcoholic drink you have have a glass of water as your next drink alternate becca does that she she's that's, she's that's awesome she, yeah again shout yeah, out becca she knows what to do yeah she knows what to do yeah but anyway um nice meeting you yeah good to meet you too if you um uh, if you ever end up doing a show in boston let me know and i'll like i'll come out and uh check it. and uh likewise if next time i'm in new york if you're i'll keep an eye out for your shows and Give you a follow on social media. I follow you on Twitter now, but also like on IG. And um, also send me your, I have your Twitter handle, but uh, in the email, I'll ask for your IG handle too. And just so I can like tag you in all the, on all the places. Awesome. Is it cool if I get to that on Monday? No, no. Yes, it is cool. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My AC is off. 
Uh, and my mine's, brain mine's is on. a little fried. Can you hear it? No, I can't actually. Thanks, uh, thanks, SM7B or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I might have to pick that up. Great vocal mic. Okay, take care. Yeah, have a you great too. day. Drink that water, and I will Thank talk you. to you soon. Likewise, yeah. Bye. Bye. it everyone signing off on another episode of the podcast uh i got a few more in in the works i don't know what order they'll come out so i won't say who's coming up next 
like immediately next, but we have Spooky Boys, a band from uh, Portland, Oregon, coming up soon. Uh, and additionally, Beats by Girls, a local. Well, actually, no, no, no. They're a, they're an international organization. I shouldn't speak <laughs> as if they're just local, but the the membership of the local chapter will be coming on to do a little bit of a takeover. Uh, I'm gonna kind of step back for that one. Um, I'd call myself a moderator, but I don't even really like. I want to be. I'll be listening in to the conversation. I'll be there. I'll be in the room, but kind of wanted to give them a platform. They're a great organization. Friends of the show, Naomi Westwater and Jimena, who were both guests in the first season. They will be kind of taking over the the hosting duties for me for that episode. So I'm really excited because I just think they're both involved directly with the organization, as you'll hear when that episode comes out. But I just felt like they should take over because they'll be the two of them will be much better equipped to talk about the organization the the uh to talk about the organization the work they do um the importance of such an organization uh so keep in keep an eye out for those episodes they'll come out in the next couple weeks um other ideas that are floating around that we got to get in the studio to record for i'm starting to you know fall's coming so i'm i'm starting to get sort of out of this summer hours thing and kind of wanting to do do more more talks more interviews so yeah stay tuned uh get get to the beach if you haven't to hop in a pool jump in the charles river if you have to commute from like cambridge to boston itself it might be faster to swim than try to take the shuttle buses by swimming across the charles uh disclaimer do not do that <laughs> i don't want and to hear about anybody doing that because they listen to this fucking show but yeah uh, I'm Harry. I'll see you later. Bye.